Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Glory to God. All right, let's get into the Word this morning. Are you ready for the Word? I can hear you. Are you ready for the Word? Let me tell you what. For the first time, I'm going to teach a bit, but my wife and I prepared this sermon together. So, I will do a little bit of introduction, and then I'm going to invite her up. You know? And you see, let me say something. And I know I'm going to do it by myself, but I'll come back. When the Bible says, women respect your men or your husband that thing in that bible was in no way a cultural thing the bible is not cultural the bible is bible all those ones that say eh, it's america it's not in our nigeria it's only nigerian men that like respect the bible was formed before the nigerian men grew so it's not a culture it's a normal thing with man I'm telling you the truth every man has a ego that's why it takes men time to say sorry but don't let me go ahead of myself so you see that the first foundation of man was man walk the ground woman marriage so let's look at some things that we should see about men and women and then what I want to do, what, what we want to do this service this morning is to really show the difference. We're not going to go deep into certain things yet. Today we're going to use to show the difference because until the differences are known, we'll keep having issues. We'll keep having issues. For example, for example, the difference between a man and a woman. A woman takes time to fall in love. But when they fall in love and they commit, you cannot uncommit them quickly. But a man takes faster time. Proof. They see you, they fall in love. I'm telling you, a man can fall in love with, with a smile. I don't know. Every time I see a smile, it just it affects me. A man can fall in love with smile. But a man takes longer time to make commitments. You must understand that they can be loving you for long till Jesus come. But I you know I love you, but they will not say, Let's get let's date now. But a woman will take her time, but eventually, when she enters, she's committed. So they, we have differences, and once we understand those perspectives, it helps us. Glory to God. So today we want to talk about how men and women interpret love how men and women interpret love because the Bible has showed us that we are very different we are very very different I mean another example sometimes I wonder how my wife will be cooking she'll be on a zoom meeting I'll be talking to her she's attending to Bam Bam and I'm saying babe I'm talking to you say, babe I'm listening I mean I don't understand it and you cannot be listening because when what it means to listen to me is that you stop everything and listen to me because the way a woman is wired is to multitask. 
A man is not wired to multitask. If a man is driving and you want to ask for road, and the plane, you know, you reduce it. Let's hear where are we going to. But a woman, as she's asking road, she's driving. Where are we? Just doing everything at the same time. And you know, it's science. Even the way their brain is configured is different from how a man's brain is configured. If you don't understand this, there will be challenges. So today, let's do the difference, a clear difference, distinction between a man and a woman. And that way, we can now enter it. We enter into boyfriend, girlfriend, relationship, husband, wife, and go very deeper. We have the whole one month to cover this series. And I believe that by the time we are done, you would have learned a whole lot. All right, put your hands together and welcome. Glory to God. All right, you may be seated. Thank you, Lord. So, I, what we want, what we decided to do, because we looked all through the spectrum of relationship, and there are many things to say. Um, and so, what we decided to do was to pay attention today on the difference between a man and a woman, and then from there we can now start to cascade things all the way down. So I would speak for the men and uh, she would talk on behalf of the woman. My wife is very passionate, so uh, I know she would beat me to this, but uh, men, you just have to keep saying yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, so write this down. The first thing that we must understand about a man and a woman is that for men, how men interpret love. A man interprets love by providing solutions. A man interprets love by providing solutions. I'll give an example. It is very likely that if my wife comes to me and says, babe, you know this one, I went to this place, the market, this one was going on, da 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 da, the CCTV is not working well, this one is not doing, I don't even know, da da da. In my mind, I'm thinking solution quickly. How do I get her to the point where she stops the, that long talk of the problem, the problem. In my mind, I'm just thinking, how can I help you solve this problem so that you can, you can let me be? That's how I'm thinking. I'm thinking solution. So, the way I communicate that I love her to a man is that as many information and as many solutions I give to her, she must know that my solution providing is that I love her. That you bring to me that you are going to work and you have tire problem and da 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 and I'm already telling you, okay, if you go to this man, this man will give you this place, da 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 da. I'm thinking solution. But for her, it's not necessary that the way I'm speaking to her and providing solution is that I'm passing love to her. So the way man communicates love is by providing solutions. They are thinking solutions. Let me tell you something. Do you know that it is very likely that if you introduce your friends to your male friend, maybe your boyfriend or your husband, you get to a company where there are plenty there and you say, oh, meet my friend Tade, oh, meet my friend Jibon, meet my friend uh, Akayaka, meet my friend. You just greet everybody. Do you know that your husband is likely not to remember anything? He just say, oh, 
So when you get home and you say, remember Tade now? Say Tade, Tade. Okay, that's Tade. He's helping you to take him through it. Oh, Tade, which Tade? And when you should, he now says that you are not happy that he's not remembering. Say, oh, Tade, right? Let me tell you what the man is doing. Leave me alone. Honestly, oh, leave me alone. I have. I, I have solution to provide. That's how a man interprets love. Amen. So let's hear how women. In- Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are we excited about today's service? All right. I think I'm just going to follow my, my husband's cue. One of the ways that women interpret love is that they interpret love as security. Hallelujah. I know that a lot of men may not want to hear this, but I feel like I should say this first. They interpret love as security. And it's not necessarily if you have all the money in the world. It's not that. Because I hear a lot of times, you know, I mean, last week I was having conversations with people, with the single people in church, and men, the ladies and the guys. And some of what the men said was, oh, the ladies want already made men, right? Men, am I, am I saying the truth? Yeah, okay, they're saying yes. But if that's not really it. It's not, they don't want you to have all the money in the world. But they need to see actionable steps, you know. Okay, let me, let me piggyback. So I used to date someone before when I was in um, uni. And there was a day, I think I was in like my 300 level then or maybe 200 going to 300 and so I asked him a question one day and I said okay you know what and he, I think it was, he was leaving school and I asked him I said what are your plans after school I will, uh, <laughs> when I get there I will cross I was like okay so it's like you don't have any plans you don't have any you know you should I'm not saying you should figure everything out but at least let there be steps that you are taking so when he said that I just took it home and I just you know no problem. But at the end of the day, the child did not work out. Everybody went their separate, their separate ways. So women interpret love as security. They need to see that you have these plans. It's not all words, but no action. Let there be action. Let, let them feel like, okay, like, and I'm so glad my husband touched on that point that when God created man, it was what? It was work. Glory to God. So you are to walk. And you should show me that okay as we are going on this journey or if you come on this journey with me you are going to be secure glory to God so that's how women that's how women interpret love as you don't have to have all my husband they have all the money in the world when we when we met but I knew that he was a man of vision and my husband when he says he's going to do something I don't know how he does it but he would do it so it's 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 I mean I'm like ah I mean, uh-uh. so that's why you married me. I didn't say why. I said one of. <laughs> I said one of the things. Okay, I don't want to get So yeah, women interpret love as security. Hallelujah. All right. Number two, men interpret love by being respected. I will explain it to you. You know, in the Bible, go and read the story when you get back home. I don't have time to go through the scriptures. David, King David, all right, saw a lady, Abigail, 
And this woman, go and read the scripture. First Samuel. She had a conversation with David. And in 10 minutes conversation, if you even record it like a 10 minutes conversation. She said my Lord about 10 times. In, a, in, in that verse of scripture, go and read it. My Lord almost about 10 times. By the time David left her and went back and he found out that the husband was dead, he went to Maria. Why? Because for a man, respect, you see, the Bible is very clear about it. If not, the Bible wouldn't say it in the book of Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 23. Woman, respect. You see, there are things that you do as a woman in a relationship that you might not know it but you are doing something deeper for example the moment you start to compare your boyfriend to another person you are already disrespecting him I'll give an example I'll give an example your boyfriend I'm telling you the honest truth your boyfriend is driving Uber or let me say you guys, you're going out with Uber. You don't have car yet. And that's okay. And then, every time you are driving with him, you see a guy that is driving a Benz. And then you look at the window and say, ah, that guy is such a lucky guy. Oh, that guy is such a blessed guy. There's just something about this kind of guys. You know, you can't say some of those things. Let me say something to women. It is not even when you are dating, you must show some sign. You see, respect, another Hebrew word of it, I can't remember the word it was used, but it's another word of character. I'll tell you the truth. Have you noticed that the very, very bad boys marry good women? They don't marry their club friends. Though. They will, after that, when they are almost 40, they will come to church. I'm telling you, they will come to church. They will, after the service, they will enter club. But they will come to church, they will pick from church. Because they understand that they need a woman that has character to match. It's not that you just drop words anyhow. No respect. Just say, you, when you are walking, I already knew that if I don't come into your life, you cannot really prosper well. There are women that say these things. So, man interprets love as respect. Do you respect me? Let me say it sits by the side. Let me leave it. Let me leave it. All right. I say it. I just say it, Abby. Let me say it. Let me just say it. For the men's sake. Either you know it or not. Every man has an ego. Every man. Including your pastor. Your words. Because women throw words very quickly. And those words... It's hard to take them back. A woman can say, <laughs> let me look here. <laughs> let me look here. A woman can say, because the way women interpret things, if you've been buying biscuits to the house every day and you don't buy for three weeks, a woman can say, you have never bought biscuits. You have never called me before. You have never... Let me tell you something. I noticed this. 
after some time, when we first got married, I will be vexing. Why would you say I've never? Look at the track record. Look at it's a potential. No. I understood later that when a woman says you have never, they they lie like the scriptures. Remember not the former things. They neither consider the things of old. Behold, they want new things. So, I have, you have never there, they are talking about, and their brain really functions about now. They said they are the new. <laughs> so, it's for a woman, it's more about the now, now, now. So, so you, you get that. But when you say some of those things for a man, if you don't have understanding and perspective, it can crush your ego. In fact, I know men who stops doing it entirely. I will, don't do, I will do it, you say, I don't, so, so I will not do it again. And that's where the real problem starts. Let me say something here. Do you know that there is nobody who gets into a marriage, marriage, oh, let me put it this way. There is no sensible human being who gets into a marriage and during the marriage counseling, they ask you, what was, the, what was your plan for this marriage? You say, I want science. You just, you just compliment the shoe. Ah, this is your shoe, be like a carpenter. You see me? It's already charging. Well, no, no, sir. In the evening, that's how it does. Usually around around 3 p.m., it just has a way of reacting. But it's a very lo- honestly so sweet. All right. And let me quickly say that men they quickly marry after. You know, women they are very devoted. They can wait like Hannah in the temple. And the but men, is men walk. We like to walk. So we like to get this. They need um, support. Hallelujah. Alright, so the second thing for women is that women interpret love by being loved and cared for. Hallelujah. This is very, very foundational. And I'm just going to read from Ephesians 5 verses 25 to 27. I'm going to read from the message translation. It says, Husbands, go all out in love for your wives exactly as Christ did for the church. A love marked by giving not getting Christ's love Christ's love make the church whole his words evoke her evoke her beauty everything he does and says is designed to bring the best out of her dressing her in dazzling white silk radiant with holiness and that is how husbands ought to love their wives they are really doing themselves a favor since they are already one in marriage hallelujah can you see how straightforward that is? So women interpret love, um, love by being loved and cared for. Go the extra mile. They like, to f- they like to feel that sense of, oh, you care about me. You're thinking about me. Hallelujah. One of the things that, I, you know, um, my husband didn't used to understand was how maybe I'll say, okay, get some, or, or maybe when my husband goes out and then he gets something from me. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that maybe he goes out to buy me a designer perfume. It could just be chocolate. You know, when he comes home with that chocolate, what I interpret that as is, during the course of the day, he actually thought about me. Like for a split, like for a split second, he oh, look at that lady just like this. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, he thought about me, and they say, you know what? I'm going home. Let me get chocolate for my wife. So I feel love that day. Eh, the love will be extra. If I will go ten percent on a normal day, that day like this hundred. Please, Just somebody that. should help me buy chocolate. <laughs> so every day I'm not moving it from the wardrobe. Eh? And it doesn't necessarily have to be by gifts. 
So you don't think that women are materialistic. It can be in maybe doing something for her, maybe where her business is concerned. Sending her like a link where a grant or something that will be useful to maybe a solution she's looking for in her business. So it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with material things. But that she, you, she feels like you, you, you are thinking about her and you're caring for her. It's one, it's one thing, it quickly opens the way. It opens the way. So a guy that knows how to, you know, that knows his, way and his ways and knows how to play his game. That's one of the ways you can use. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number three. A man interprets love by the woman feeding his ego, which is what I want to touch on. And I'll explain what that means. Um, let me say this to women. All right. If you are in a relationship, one of the things that happens, and I think it's not just for tailor specific to men alone, it even happens for women, is that a man appreciates more than you can think your compliments to him, particularly in his abilities. A man might not be really keen on you saying, I like your shoe, I like your hair, I like your coat. But if you look at a man and say, you know you are full of wisdom. You will, that day, that day, you will see wisdom in display. It will tell you how, to, how, how, how God can come to the corner of your room. It will explain wisdom to you. But women are only biased to only think that it's not complimenting me. It's not complimenting me. And for women, the compliment there is more of a physical attributes. But for a man, the compliment is more of his innate capacities and what he can do. When your husband, even if he's earning 10K, if he's earning 10K, and he brings that 10K and says, this is what we have. And you say, ah, Olowori. You see, that night, that night, he won't sleep until he finds a way to multiply that 10K. You must say, I'm telling you the truth. Women don't touch some of those areas. They only believe that a man should just be fit. So, there are things you must look at in his life. The problem is if you look around and there is nothing, then you know that you are in one chance. There has to be something. If he sings well, tell him, you sound like the bears that stays beside the angels in heaven. <laughs> When you say some of those things to him, it boosts his ego. It boosts his ego. Let me tell you something. Men will not tell you this. Men will not tell you this. Particularly for married people, I wanted to hear this. Men love it when they hear from their friends or from conversations that while they were not there, the woman was boasting about him. It's not that you say, that my husband. As he is, he cannot prosper without me. You, I'm telling you the truth. A man loves it when his ego is intact. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's not that you go out, he cannot pay for the food. Then you see somebody that is paying for his own food. Then you look at his puppy. You say, your colleague. Your colleague. You are crushing something deep within. 
And what begins to happen is that the man begins to withdraw. Even if he's not doing so well, keep speaking to the deep inside of him. Because men are logical, women are emotional. You must keep speaking to the deep. Once you, you are, once you are in touch with that deep and you are focused on that deep, you will see love. You, you, will, you, will, you will see love. You say, I don't want. Am I trying? Of course not. Okay. Glory, because God is helping me in that area too, in Jesus' no, name. Alright, so the next thing about women is that women interpret love by, by giving them attention. By chasing them and acknowledging them. See, and one thing I find, especially now, this is for people who are married, is that after you get married or when, okay, not even married, marriage. After you are done chasing the lady and you guys are now in a relationship, you stop doing the things you used to do when you started. Do I have a witness here? Aha, uh -huh. you see? You see them, all of them. So you need to continuously, continually, consistently chase after her. Give her the attention that you gave her when you were looking at, when you were trying to get her. Glory to God. And my husband is so great with that. I mean, I'm so grateful to God. Like, try. Because me, I'm the very cool person. I mean, I'm not... But I was like, babe, let's go out. Like this evening now, we're going to go out. Because I said it this morning. Babe, let's go out. So pay attention to her. Give her time. They love quality time. Spend time with them. Give them attention. If there's something new that they do, acknowledge it. If I fix my nails and the nail polish I use is different. Say, ah, ah babe, this is your nail polish giving. Oh, you know. <laughs> I want to take the nation. I'm looking at nail. I'm looking at nation. Nail, nation, nail, nation, nail, nation. It was nail they used to kill Jesus on the cross. Let me take nation, my friend. It's part of it. How will you excel if you don't have a happy home? How will you excel if you, if if your home is not intact so you can take the nations? Glory to God. <laughs> so please pay attention to her. Appreciate her. Let me give you an example. My husband doesn't know this. Yesterday, after we had the prayer meeting um, in the morning, the prayers we've been having every day, you know, we went back home and then um, I, was, I was feeling, I had stomach upset and so I just went to sleep and then I told someone to help me do some things that, okay, when it's time, just call me. So I went into the kitchen and I started to make the food and my stomach was pinning me. Like, you know when your stomach is pinning and it's like, it's, it's, something is grabbing you, like there's something inside that is grabbing you. My, and I, I was cooking and I was doing like this in the kitchen. In the kitchen, no, I was putting pepper, putting onions, putting all of that. And I was bending down and I was like feeling pains. But you know, my husband would never know that I went through that to, to cook that food for him. So it, a simple thank you for giving me this food or a simple thank you for the things that she does. Because you see, women are wired to be nurturers. They do everything. Like my husband said, they are, we multitask. We do it a lot of sometimes. It's, it's, it's crazy. You know, because you also have your own life. But then you have to, you know, focus on your husband, focus on the kids, focus on the home, focus on your job. So you say, oh, I'm not saying that the men don't have, but I'm just saying, talking about the women now. So appreciate her. If she's doing the things that she's supposed to do, yes, she's, she's doing what she's supposed to do as a woman, taking care of the house. But appreciate her. Glory to God. Appreciate, give, you know, give her words of encouragement. 
say, oh, I'm so glad you did this. I'm so glad you did. Thank you for doing this. I mean, one of the things my husband does is when I serve his food, he always says thank you. It's just that he doesn't say thank you. I'll mark it in my mind. <laughs> Glory That's to God. That's another point I'm coming to. <laughs> so, yes. Only women... start what you will finish with women. Rule so number women... one, write it to. <laughs> so, women love it when you, you know, when you pay attention to the pay... Notice the small things. It goes a long way. Notice the small things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. The last thing here for me before we get into other topics um, is men interpret love by meeting the woman's need. That's how a man interprets love. And let me just balance that. Because we'll touch something about singles in a moment now. All right? Um, meeting your need is also relative depending on the capacity of the man at the time so I'll give an example if the way man is wired the man is wired to think the way I'm going to show you love I'll, let, me, let me use this example because we do counseling a lot of time people online, people on socials people in church and all of that um when we were getting married, let me cast my wife's mom. When we were getting married, and this happens to women, even those who are dating, she would see a shoe that she likes, or a ring that she likes, or a whatever that she likes, and she knows where I am. Then what she does is she forwards this to me. Now, after some time, I started to See them, and I will not comment. Before I will, I will come and say, oh, you like it? Okay. After that, she's forwarding, I just control delete. Control delete. Control delete. Because let me tell you how a man is wired. A reasonable man, underline my word, is wired to meet the need of a woman. So, whenever a man feels incapacitated to do that, two things happen. is either they begin to show aggression. I'm telling you the truth. That's why when, when there is fight in our parents' house, most often than not, is money. Hey, hey, hey! I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Go and check that house. There's money challenge there. So, what I then found out was that she later told me that she just wanted me to know what she likes. She didn't want me to buy it for her. But the way I interpreted it is, because I want to meet your need, every time you forward those things to me, you are telling me I want this. And because I'm a good man and I want you to have your needs met, it's like putting pressure on me to get it done, anyhow which way. That's how I interpreted it. But for her, she's like, we are getting married. I just want you to see the kinds of things I like. So the solution was now, only show me the kinds of things that I can achieve. Don't aspire me yet. Don't aspire to aspire me. Just keep me in my loop. Let me be rolling that loop. When God moves my taste board, we move along. Very good, friend. Because if you are planning to get married, you will see signs. Glory to God. It's just inspirational. It's just inspiration. Glory to God. But yeah, I mean, that thing costs fights a lot of times, but... 
we are glad that we have. So the last thing I'll just I think I'll just merge it together is um, women interpret love by you having a, a listening ear. Glory to God. So like my husband said earlier, he said men are solutions driven, but we women when we encounter a situation, we want you to be empathetic. Abi, what are the police? to empathize with us to feel that you are feeling how we are feeling not actually go straight to the point so this is how we are going to do this 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 please I'm, I'm emotionally going through all these things like these things is and like you said women are more emotional some women are logical but most women are driven by emotions so when we encounter problems we want you to hear us we want you to listen and your body language matters when we are talking to you don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be saying you are listening and watching football. You are not listening. Honestly, you are listening. And be playing PS5. That's not listening. And be doing like this. That's not listening. When we want you to listen, your body, soul, and spirit must be intact. So that when, when we are speaking, it's entering. Glory to God. So you must, you must act. Thank you. I'm preaching. So you must give us a listening ear so that you can, you can empathize with us. We express ourselves mostly through our emotions. So we want you, and we, I know that men are logical, but see, if you want peace in your marriage, speak the love language of your spouse. Not your own love language. Speak your, the love language of your spouse. Because that's how you are going to act. Because you keep complaining and complaining and complaining. And, and if you notice, there is always a root cause. Sometimes the problem might feel like oh, there's a lot of problem, but that, those problems are just symptoms. There is a root cause for all of those symptoms. Hallelujah. So give us your listening, um, give us your listening ear so that when we speak to you, we know that you can bear our burdens. Glory to God. And let me say this. This also doesn't really apply to all women. Some women are very logical. So you have to understand the personality of your wife or your, yes, your wife as well. Some women want solution. Give me solution. Give me solution. Some women, men are not like that because I've seen a, a couple of times where maybe I'm, you know, um, counseling couples who maybe the, uh, the lady is the one who is more logical and the husband is the one or the guy is more emotional. So it goes either way. So whoever is more logical, apply logical. Whoever is more emotional, empathize with them, you know, with their emotions. Glory to God. Let me just say this here. You know, there are two things in society that we don't talk about in church. And the devil has found a good way um, to exempt the church from having some of those conversations because it doesn't seem to sound very spiritual but if you look at most reason why people come to church is because of those two things number one money number two relationships those things are very important and that's why as a church this year we're taking this month to focus on it starting from today to next week, to two Sundays time, to butterfly all the way to the 5th of March. And I want you guys, don't miss any service. Let me tell you something. If you are very anointed and you have a good career and you are married and your marriage is not working, you'll be frustrated. One thing I always do, every time I have meetings like this, or I'm talking to people, particularly maybe singles, I would always say, if you are married, cry for yourself once. 
if you are not married, continue to clap for yourself. Reason is because you have uh, Please, if you are not married, continue to And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because you actually have the opportunity to make a change before you get into it. Marriage is not all that you see on the ground. It's not all that. So that's why we're having some of this teaching. Alright, so we're going to move to some things that we highlighted and we wrote this year there's about three and we'll just run, run through this quickly and then we go deeper next week Sunday. We'll do a proper deep, deep teaching on that and then next week Sunday, please come with your questions. We're going to take questions and answers um, so that we can go, you know, a little bit deeper in this. Glory to God. Why am I still single? Let's give you some reasons why you are likely to be single and not to pringle. And let me say this here. To be single is not a curse. And it is not a sin. Honestly, it's not a curse, it's not a sin. It is a society that has put pressure on people to make them feel as though who is Paul's wife? Is it Jesus? Who is Jesus' wife? So it's not a sin. There are some people who don't want to marry and it's not, it's not Oguidile. It's just their decision and it's okay. Amen. So when we come to church, when we are talking about singles and married, people will be looking out for singles people. Say, that one, don't clock 82, never marry. It's none of your business. That's their decision. And there's no pressure there. Amen. So let's just talk about this for those who want to get married. Why am I still single? The first thing I wrote here, or according to no order, is that you are not approachable. Particularly for women. You know, we are in the new. I was cracking joke with some people last two weeks or last week, that I will come to this church one Sunday. I will just come. I will say, you, you, you this guy, come, come, come here. Oh yeah, which girl do you like in this church? You say that one, oh yeah, come. Do you like, you don't like, oh, you like him. Oh yeah, kneel down. I pray for both of you. Say, yeah, you go, go and get married. You come. Because see the fine girls in this church. And the fine boys in this church. And you are not pringling. So, let us teach you why. Why? Number one, you are not approachable. The boy is coming beside you just from... <laughs> you know, you must practice... Let me tell you something. When I became a pastor, somebody gave me one of the most powerful feedback.
be approachable. And men too, it's not only for women, men too be approachable. It's not that they come to you and say, have you, have you read Ephesians 3.20? The eschatology of grace. The Christian brothers. Let's, let's just be, talk about other things in society. Uh, talk about it. The only song you know. So when they say, anyway, be, be a guy guy. Be a guy guy. In fact, let me say something for guys. Because I know that I've heard this thing before. Oh, I don't like him. I mean, when we're on campus, my wife and I will have some conversation. Why don't you like him? He's spiritual, yes. He goes to your same church, yes. He's this, yes. He's that. Is he good? Yes. Is he teachable? Yes. Is he loving? Yes. Is he kind? Yes. Is he? But why can't you marry him? I don't know. When we press further, we find out the reason. It's usually about how he looks. Some of our brothers, we are still dressing like Joshua, like Joshua. Some of our brothers, we are still dressing just like Mel- Melchizedek, king of Salem. We are still, the, 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 the shirt is not shedding. There is a way, listen, I'm telling you the truth. There is a way you must look in a modern day life. You must, you must not look like the cherubs and the seraphims. I'm telling you. And some of you go and talk to, I'm telling you the truth, you know. The, the Bible says Christ is both the wisdom of God and the power of God. The church, we are used to the power dimension. Power, God, every satanic force holding my marital life. But some people is wisdom problem. When Jesus got before the tomb of Lazarus, he did not say, Lazarus, come forth. He said, roll away the stone. That's wisdom. Wisdom, roll away the stone. Then Lazarus come out. Because if I say, Lazarus, come forth, how will Lazarus come out if the stone is still there? Lazarus will never chop. We don't die. How you want to push stone? He will die again in the process. He will die again. So, we will make Lord, we will make Jesus look as if he doesn't have power. Jesus, you see, he doesn't have power. Because wisdom was not applied. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, let's look, look like we are going somewhere. Don't say, let them catch up. This is me. You see, there's a way John the Baptist dressed. No woman wants to marry John the Baptist because no woman wants to live in the wilderness. So, catch it up. And if you think she can help you, be comfortable enough to say, babe, I know you are a good dresser. Can you touch me up? Speak, smell nice. Let's continue. This is heavy. But the usual thing is that I'll tell you some things you don't know. Guys pray the blood of Jesus. So this is the blood of Jesus that is there. All right, number two. Okay, number two is um, having unrealistic expectations. I can take that, right? Yeah. Glory to God. A lot of us have a box where we want the person that God has called us. Or what God has prepared for my, my man in waiting. Glory to God. We have 10 things that we have written. We have 11, 20 things. That is too small. 20 things that we've written concerning the man that, you know, go, or concerning the guy. Let me tell you the truth. No guy is perfect. Even you, you are not perfect. You're not perfect. 
So when you set unrealistic, you know, unrealistic expectations, you just find that these these people are actually men. They are men after all. They are not Jesus. So be flexible. My house band. Glory to Jesus. Glory to now, God. When we are talking like this, you people think that wow, they don't fight. But that's not true. We, I think we still fought yesterday. No, well, not fight like not But challenges, issues, yeah. Yeah. So when you set unrealistic, you know, expectations, the first guy comes, you know, you guys have conversation. Ah, be like, say me, I know if you do this one. Second one comes, and I'm not saying you should lower your standard too. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, don't create, don't create heaven. We are not in heaven. We're on the earth. So make room. Make room for people. Make room for the guy. The pastor, all the married people here. Most of their spouse didn't come the way they wanted them to come. Glory to God. So make room. Be flexible in all your expectations. Hallelujah. And you will see the glory let, of the Lord. Let me add something here. And I want to say this with every sense of honor to everybody here. I've observed, observed something in the body of Christ and in church. And this is for women. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women, what they think they want is not what they want. A lot of women. And I explain it. Women who are Christians, many single women, they want a sheep and a wolf together. Preach. They want a sheep and a wolf. They want a good guy that loves God, but yet a bad boy that can that also love God. But let me explain something. I understand the perspective of where that is coming from. And the perspective where that is coming from is that let's be able to say other things and talk about other things and have other activities apart from you buying me John C. Maxwell books on my birthday. Apart from me, for you forwarding messages to me to say, have you heard that message P.S. preach? In fact, it will change our lives. Many brothers are not in touch with reality. Many. They don't have game. No game. No game. It's just, just hear the Lord. Just hear the Lord. Just hear the Lord. No game. And we, we must not use the circle of our church community to, because some of those things are manipulation. If you cannot talk to your woman or a woman you like, don't manipulate with God. You know, the Holy Spirit told me, but go and pray about it. Now, when, you, when they say your father's in church and you say go and pray about it, what do you think a woman that doesn't know God like your level would do? She will go and pray about it and she's likely to come back and say, don't say the Lord, you are right. So, don't, don't be looking for wolf and sheep. And I explain it, I say this all the time. The reason why that is a desirable thing for many Christian women is because the wolf in them, they still, they are sheep, so, but they still have wolf inside them. They still, have, they still have a wolf side of them. There is a side of them they've not tamed that is still finding expression. Or they are still looking for expression. They just lack some kind of guy. It's giving. It's giving vibes. It's giving. So you have to know what you want. They are not, you can't get everything in one person. 
You want him to be rich. You want him to have a good career. You want him to love God. You want him to be prayerful. You want him to be fasting. You want him to go out to drive. You want him to have travel twice. You want him to have good family. You want him not to be from a divorced home. You want him to... Ah, ah. God is in heaven saying, Angel, move past, John. Next. Because if you are looking for a perfect person, you'll never find one. Let me say this here. If you are looking for who to get married to, one quality you must always pay attention to till the day you say I do is, is this person teachable. Teachability and character. You cannot buy those ones with money. Teachability. That, that this person can be corrected. This person has people that can correct him or her. This person has a sense of I can also learn. If you don't have it, ha. I just want to say something that, you know, Pierce touched on about, you know, the wolf in us. And this is also for um, men or for women. It goes across board. Is that a lot of times, I know some people might feel like, okay, why do I keep attracting this particular kind of guys? You know, the reason why that is happening is because you are emitting something that is attracting them to you. Yeah. Yeah. You attract who you are, not who yeah. you want to be. Woo! You wow. attract who you are. So if you are attracting men who are married, it's because you are emitting something that is making them come to you. You might be emitting, you know, some women, you might not know, but the, the vibe is you are being promiscuous. They just get that energy from you somehow. It's just a side of you you've not tamed. And it's there somewhere. So the kind of guys that we come are the guys that just wants to have a one night stand and move on. But not necessarily they want to commit. Even if they come with the shape of, oh, I want to commit to you. Like, you know, there's a plan there. Are you getting it? So you are emitting something you have not tamed. Same with the guys as well, That's not just the women. Guys. All right, let's move to the next one because of our time. You are not accessible. People cannot find you. Let me say this here. I don't understand how... I, I want to say this with all humility to you because there's reasons. There are reasons. I don't understand how a single woman or a single man, you are on Instagram and your page is private. I will never understand it. I don't understand how you are single and you want to get married and after service, you have gone to quickly join your friends. It's in the Lion Kingdom, they roll together. After service, park in one place, park your car, park your bus. As they are passing by, be singing an empty street, an empty house. Uh -oh, be singing, so I say the little prayer. I know my dreams will take me there. When the skies are blue, see you once again. As the guy is passing overseas from Co, he will reverse. He will join you in the song. But small time, you have gone to the back of the children's church. I, 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 are you serving the kids? Some, of, some people want to marry angels. Though. Be, let them see you. That's why join units. Go for um, um, tribe meetings. It's not, you think they are going to come and marry you in your Instagram handle. And even some of you, you don't post anything. I say, you now be posting a bed that is dead. The rainbow on the bed that is dead. They say, such a sunny, sad day. 
So what is wrong with this one? Such a sunny Saturday. And this one wants to marry. <laughs> Take your picture. Put that bag and ah. Cross the leg like this. Let the brother scroll. Ah, wait. Shalaba Ayapaya. That's such a glory here. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something now. The work of the woman is to be seen. The work of the man is to chase. And the woman should make it easy when you like him. Give him the signal. All this one that I will go and pray about it. You know, by the time you are building friendship, you already know if you want to marry him or not. Those things we used to say before. So I want to pray about it. Pray, oh, I'm not saying you should not pray. But in the process when the relationship, you start to sense that you like this guy, that's why you should be praying. They say, I want to pray about it. One month come, you have prayed. You have not given a reply. Two months come, then the guy branches on, he moves on. Then you're not going to bust he, he, he's not. He's just moving about. <laughs> Let's continue. We'll take one more. And, and we close. All right, there's being friendly there. Just one more, babe. You have to deal with your issues, not waiting for your partners to fix your issues for you. You see, this is one of the reasons people don't get into relationships. If I get into a conversation with a woman, I can tell your issues quickly. And you, you are emitting something. No, <laughs> nobody wants to carry problem on their own. No. So, fix your issues. Daddy issues, fix it. Mommy issues, fix it. Challenges in your past, deal with them. So that by the time the person is coming, they are not meeting, their meeting is almost swept. And even issues from past relationships because when you bring issues from past relationships it affects the one you're going to go into. You're going to walk with that mindset and you'll be able to see this new relationship in a new light. Maybe because you've been served breakfast and all of that. So, oh, you know. It's, you know, you, you have a phone and this happens. The guy is pressing his phone. Just because you've had a bad relationship yeah. in the past you are doing like this. <laughs> Outside. People go, It's, you know, it's the thing inside that is coming out. And it will speak when you start relationship. It will speak. So it's very important for you to deal with all of these issues with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. All right, let's move on. Reason, um, quickly, we wrote something down this morning. Reason why men run from women and reason why women run from men. Let's go there quickly. Number one, let's do for the women first. Not or no commitments. Glory to God. So one of the reasons why women run from men is when you as a guy, you have not clearly told me what you want, but you are just canopying around me. What's the essence of canopying around Or maybe you've done that for so many people around. I don't want to cast my husband, but... No, no, not that canopy. Just that. But don't worry. Let me know. Let me know. But don't worry. If you want, come and meet me personally. Glory to God. So show commitment if you really like this person and you want to go the long haul with this person show that you are committed not that today we are friends tomorrow you know we are sisters and brothers you know so show commitment this is one of the reasons why women run when you're not you're dilly darling you're just around and not even giving other men chance to see you know to see road so please 
show commitment. This is one of the reasons why women run. Glory to God. And, and some some men is is unfair. It's un, really unfair. Honestly. It's really unfair. You want to you want to eat your cake and you want to you have series of ladies and you now want to do point and kill. Which one? Which one? Which some, one? Which some, one? Some men, you know that you don't like her. You are not. You like her, but you are not ready to commit. And then they like the attention. Then the guy is around her. You will quickly come after him and stand beside her. No. Can you? Can I buy you bonds? Don't collect any bonds. That will bonds your destiny. Don't collect again. Amen. All right. Let's go on now. Why men, da, 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 which is the first one is desperation. One of the reasons why men run from women, you have called him. Hello, Baje, how are you? You're doing okay? I, I just wanted to ask, oh, not like I'm trying to say anything, oh, not like I'm trying to say anything. I just want to ask, do you even really think, do you even see us together? Or do you really think you just started the phase of the relationship? There is a timing to drop the question. Which is what are we doing? After some time that is taking time. And you will know the time. But it's not in the beginning some desperation. It's not every conversation you go out. You say, ah, do you know that my mom even called me today? That's my mom, Sha. What, what were you expecting? He won't ask you that. What did your mom say? He will ask you. What did your mom say? He said, don't worry. I won't tell you. But uh, you know that. That's my mom, Sha. Can you imagine? My mom is asking me when am I getting married. You are, you are telling him something deeper. You are showing that you are desperate. Don't show any. Even if you are desperate internally, there is a wisdom. Use your pastors. Eh? Use his friends somehow. And there are, there are clues you can drop. If he loves you, let him call you three times. Don't pick. He will find his way to your house. Do some things that get the message to him. But don't show desperation. Say, you, you, for example, I begin to declare this week you find you get married. The person who proposes. As I'm saying it, you are tapping him this week. <laughs> oh, you are talking about, remember PS message on Sunday? Very powerful. Very, everything he talked about koinonia with the spirit. Particularly when he prophesied this week. The man knows, so don't show desperation. Or maybe when he calls you, maybe he calls you by 11 o'clock. And then he keeps saying, ah, but baby, you are calling me by 11.04. So that, that, that's... Yeah. All those things are like, ah, kilo day now. Like, just be coming down. Hallelujah. And don't ever, ladies, I want to say this. Please don't ever show desperation for a relationship. Because most times, if you are not with a good man, he will use it. He will use it to manipulate you. Please, please never show that. Hallelujah. Number two reason why women run is when men don't have a sense of direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Most of, the, you know, most of the feedback I've got, apart from even here, apart from church, even people that I know personally, when we have conversation, why are you not with this guy? Well, this guy, what do you think? This is a, the guy doesn't have any sense of direction because you are going to be the head of the home. So I need to know that you are able to give, you know, you are able to, you know, take the, take the lead. So when you don't have a sense of direction or you don't come into an awareness of who you are, women will be like, okay, this guy is not ready. I don't think it's time for me to, you know, get into this relationship so that we don't all go where we don't know where we are going to. Hallelujah. So when you have a sense of direction, a woman is more open to, you know, receive from you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the end. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. I'll just say this here. We're going to go deeper next week, all right? And we'll keep teaching on it. Um, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. 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 All right, I'll say this one and then we'll just close the service. Please. Um, I want to land it well. When you are liking a guy, both for guys and for girls, there is a way to go about it. And that way is with integrity. There are many women who you are everywhere. Everywhere. The reason why they cannot really settle is because because some of the reasons why some guys are not committing or saying anything is because they are not sure of this lady. Today, Big Bay is my best friend. Tomorrow is like a sense of instability just everywhere. And one of the things you must do is that you must define every relationship that comes to your life quickly enough so that you don't find yourself marrying a goat. Define the relationship. Compose yourself. Put your, give, some, give yourself some, guys, put some poisonous in yourself. It's not that, after, see, women, let me tell you something. After service, some of you go to that place. The way you eat there, Christ is the wisdom and the power of God. The way you eat there, they are likely no one. Yeah. <laughs> the, the oil of the hand, like guys, do is it just a, there is a way to compose when you are sweating. When you are sweating, use handkerchief. It's not that you remove your jacket and everybody in the church falls under the power. <laughs> See, it is not right that you are sweating and all your armpits there's water, like we called me out upon the waters like oceans no then just put yourself there eat not like you shouldn't eat outside eat but be poised just add some finesse to it when you do the natural things you show yourself friendly there's no way God will speak for you rise up on your feet everyone let's pray if you're here this morning and I want to pray for two categories of people number one, if you're here this morning and you have hurt in your life, pain don't come outside I'm just going to pray for you where you are particularly when it comes to relationship and you've been hurt you've been and you don't, you don't ever want to go back that route again and I know there are many people somebody has promised you marriage only for you to get on Instagram, you see the next day that is married to somebody else, and all those things that happened. But lift your two hands to God, and I'm going to ask God because it's not only the teaching of the word, it's also the communication of the grace. Today, as I pray for everyone, your eyes will be open to see your partners. The Lord will orchestrate events, arrange events that will cause them to find you. So Father, in the name of Jesus, by the stretching of my hands, 
I ask that today begins a new circle to everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray that every wrong relationship by your power you break it and everyone who desires the right relationship by your power you align them to each other. And Father, I ask for everyone in pain and hurt you are the one who can heal and you alone. By the stretching of my right hands I declare and declare by the anointing of God every hurt and pain supernaturally, oh God I ask that you heal every broken heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I declare you blessed. I declare you blessed. I declare you blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Please celebrate. We hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in His presence.